0: Time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back, Fred Taylor. It is Thursday night football. The primetime lights are on. It's December. It's the week of Christmas. It's a meaningful football game for the Jaguars and the Jets. And I don't know if many people expected this when they circled the calendar when the schedule came out for Thursday night before Christmas for these two, but here we are, Fred.
1: JP, nothing like primetime football, man. Uh, you know, the guys will be ready. I think the guys will be ready, ready to get under these lights. A lot of these guys hadn't played under the lights before, you know, and, you know, haven't had an opportunity to have a primetime game. But this is when the stars come out, be up in New York City. Perfect setting around the holidays. You got the former number one and number two pick. Uh, overall, they'll be going at it. So uh, it's a good setup. It's a very good setup, very meaningful uh, and both teams have been trending in the right, right direction throughout the course of the season. Uh, both teams are experiencing their share of injuries, too. But grit, determination and, and hard will will determine who wins this one.
0: Let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson will get the nod again this week for the Jets with Mike White injured. Well, uh, Wilson had lost some favor up there, of course, and White was in the lineup, so that kind of tells you where his situation is right now. Trevor Lawrence has started to find his way. These two guys will be connected really for the rest of their careers. They'll be talked about because they were drafted right next door to each other in the same (laughs) draft. So uh, here we are, second opportunity to see a matchup between these two, but this one feels a little more real because Trevor's got his act together right now, I think.
1: Right, right. And it's crazy how that works, right? The history of the draft, if you have a one and two, two and one, this guy edges this guy, he does this better or that better. You never know until their career is finished, right? Uh, For the most part of it. Uh, People are still to this day uh, talking about the uh, Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning in 98, my draft class. And those guys have been tied to each other ever since. Uh, And, The coach have obviously gotten a better end of that pick. But, uh, you know, both guys struggled a year ago. Both guys were rookie gunslingers. Uh, Zach was down some games. Uh, Trevor was going through, you know, a a coaching situation. So neither guy had an opportunity to really get out there and and, and flourish in their rookie season. Uh, Both guys coming back for year two. Uh, Trevor is taking the lead, in my opinion. Zach has had some setback. He's had some media stuff as well following him. Uh, and he's in a bigger market. So he has a bigger load on his shoulder. But uh, again, I think the, the the matchup will come down to which guy controls his teams, control the ball. And when I say that, that's taking care of the ball, making the better decisions. And I think Trevor has the, 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 the heads up. Trevor is in a high head. It seems Zach is a bit more of a, Uh, a a hothead. I don't know the kids. I don't want to call them out, but just some media moments, uh, not handling the press properly. You never see that out of the Trevor Lawrence, Uh, and that that carries you a long way.
0: Fred Taylor with us. Trevor Lawrence this week said that, you know, after that London game, you know, it wasn't really anything different. I think just as the season has gone along, he said that he's learned how to really settle in and watch film a little better and you know, be more aware of of what's happening. And that's obviously a shown since London, 14 touchdowns, one interception, and he's making throws and decisions that uh, you really want out of your quarterback. And then of course, last week's game was nuts with the fumble at the end, but they got the ball back for him. There's a belief building in this locker room. Maybe it's not even building. It's there now that all we got to do is get Trevor, the football a minute left. <laughs> Uh, 30 seconds left, one timeout, no timeouts. Just get the guy the ball, and there's a feeling they're going to get down and get some points now. And that's a, that's a big change from years past around here.
1: Yeah, that that sort of leadership trickles down. You know, uh, it's contagious, man. Uh, you see it a few times. You start believing in it. Uh, I can tell you my time in New England, uh, and I reference that a ton, even when I speak to people, you you developed a winning mindset. Somehow you just believe you can run through brick walls. You believe that no matter how much time is left on the clock, if you're down, you're going to find a way. And if you put in the work, you know, in the film room, that carries over to the, the, the practice field. Uh, if you demand that sense of urgency on the practice field and that respect from your teammates, and you go out there and you show it through your play, you know, to not quit. You no, know, Trevor could have easily, you know, tucked his tail a week ago and, and quit. After that fumble, because I was a big player in that moment in the game, even the interception. But the fumble was the one that really stood out. But he he, he kept fighting. You know, you want to have that in a teammate and especially at the quarterback position. So those guys around him, they believe in him. You know, he's granted that right of passage, uh, but he has to continue to work hard at it. Continue to grab these guys and lead them and say, hey, look, I need you guys studying as much as I am studying because we have an opportunity. We can't control what's happening with the Titans over there. Right. But we can't control our destiny. And it starts right here with the Jets and getting this one and, and tying this thing up with the Titans and then figuring it out as these uh, last couple games unfold, but uh, it does start in classroom. It starts with the heart. It starts with the leadership in the quarterback position and it it become uh, infectious. And uh, the team follows suit and um, man, some good things can happen. And I think the guys know that.
0: Fred Taylor with us. Um, The Jaguars defense has been under the microscope this year and they've given up some yards and it hasn't always been pretty, but last week, you know, they gave up the early touchdowns, three in a row to the Cowboys in the first half, and then they kind of settled in. They got a couple three-and-outs. They forced a, a couple field goals. Yes, that made it a three-score game, but the touchdowns would have been a whole lot worse in that scenario. And then they hung in there. They got an interception and, of course, the pick six at the end of the game right. in overtime. I mean, that. That defensive performance last week, though it wasn't overall pretty, looking at the stat book, if you break it down into what they did to keep it closer enough and give the ball back to the offense, uh, it was opportunistic, I thought, from this defense last week. And if that's what they get every week going ahead, they're in good shape.
1: JP, I did, uh, uh, and I agree with you, I did uh, first take Monday morning on ESPN with Ryan Clark, Mike Irvin, and uh, Stephen A., And, uh, look, they were trying to – there was a Dak Prescott segment, right? And uh, they totally wanted – well, they didn't want to. But the segment was about Dak and what Dak did wrong. I wanted to highlight what Jacksonville did right. You know, they didn't quit. You know, they were down 17. They could have went and tucked their tails. But there was a situation where the pick happened. They came out. They got a three and out. And then uh, uh, after they got the three and out, Jacksonville got the ball. to throw the deep ball down there two plays later today he scores the defense goes back up two plays later they get the interception then three plays after that you score on a third and 10 to Marvin Jones and then everything else unfolds accordingly as you mentioned but the defense stepped up and made plays when they needed to they could have easily laid down and not have made any of those plays and we would have been you know saying the same thing that we say you know, after the game on the radio show or Monday or Twitter, everybody would have been heartbroken. But those guys deserve a ton of credit, you know, led by, obviously, Rayshon, who played a tremendous game, one of the best efforts probably ever in the history of the NFL with his performance. And uh, everybody that stepped up, just a few guys banged up, bones out. you had guys smooth and key going in, making plays. And it just shows a sign of these guys have been in the meeting room, been paying attention, studying properly, waiting for their opportunity, getting out there, seizing the moment, taking advantage of that opportunity. They came away with the win. And they're going to need to display that same sort of effort uh, tonight.
0: Red, final thought, three games to go. Jags are one down in the division, but even with that, they control their own destiny right now. So if they went out and, of course, beat Tennessee, they would finish tied in the division. They would have the tiebreaker at that point. The destiny talk, I think it's a little early for that. They still have to go win some more football games, but there is something about the ball bouncing the right way for you when it didn't early in the year, right? Sometimes the football gods even things out, and maybe this is the Jaguars' time in the next couple weeks. Yeah, they have
1: an opportunity to control what they can control. It's funny that you say that, Now, I was thinking to myself, there's so much that goes on in life that we can absolutely not control. It's so much, but there are a few things that we can. And even in the game of, you know, football or basketball, you know, the ball doesn't always bounce your way. But, you know, when you go out there, there are certain things, certain aspects of the game that you can't control. And that's how hard you play, you know, how you uh, uh, respond to things, the critical errors that happen throughout the course of the game you know, how you respond to those and bounce back. And I think this team has shown that even in spite of, you know, those circumstances, they're willing to fight to the very end. And they've been scrappy that way the entire season. They just got to do it three more times, you know, in this regular season, starting the night. And uh, whatever happens at the end of the day, man, at least they can go out with their heads held high saying, we fought our asses off, regardless of the outcome uh, but we did fight our butts off, and we're ready for any moment going forward.
0: Always a pleasure, Fred. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you a little later.
1: Oh, I'm going to enjoy I will be posting my lock on Twitter.
0: It's oh, a lock, huh?
1: I didn't say it was a lock. I said I will be posting my lock.
0: Oh, you don't want to tease it here? We'll tease it later. <laughs> Sounds good, Fred. We'll see you. All
1: right, JP.